Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Virtuous Unicorns podcast. In this show, we are joining up with the lovely Tony Wheel for her health Q&A shows, which are currently live streamed on her YouTube channel. Okay, YouTube tells me that we are live. This is Tony Wheel, and I have with me, as usually on our podcast, uh, Sarah from Virtuous Unicorns. Hello. And I have a surprise guest, Alexandra Kenny. Hello. And, and my reason for having Alexandra is she was one of my first clients, actually, and she has an amazing story. And I have been following her and actually learning from her. So I think that is, um, I love it. <laughs> I really, really like that. Um, to introduce myself, maybe I should sometimes. Um, I have been on a healing journey, well, for a long, long time. And I've been through all the emotions of uh, whatever is possible and figured out that nothing really worked, whatever I tried. And I had thyroid issues and psoriasis and arthritis and, and oh, whatever, uh, whatever names that are given to us, you know, one of these many, many diseases only to figure out there is actually only one disease. And um, I, I, I gallbladder removal, been through that too. And been paralyzed from the neck down when I was in my early 20s and nobody knew what happened, but healed from all of that because the body is actually a pretty amazing, uh, an amazing machine, if that uh, sounds okay to call it actually a machine. Mm -hmm. But um, so we have all done a lot and, and, um, and I, have, I have done all the diets that you can think. To, to a point that my daughter told me I had an eating disorder and I was like, heck no, I'm just trying to heal my body and I have to figure out what is the key, what is what it can do. And it was not as much as putting in something in your body that would heal it, it was more on leaving out all the junk. And that is, uh, that is pretty much <laughs> what the key was for me and I experience it every day. If I leave out the, the food I'm not supposed to eat, and that can be as simple as a, a hot green soup, which is, you know, kind of delicious once in a while, but then you're bloated and you feel tired and gain weight and don't feel well and get back in pain. And you think, well, it's just a good, you know, nutritious soup but it's not working for us. We are not meant to eat that. And once we leave all, out all that food, I see amazing things happening for me. And for me, it's a long journey. I mean, I have been sick for a long, long time, uh, always uh, denying that I was sick at all. Uh, you know, I was just feeling fine. I was uh, pretty energetic. I did everything that I wanted to do. But you get to a point that the body says, you know, this is it. We're not going to do this anymore. You listen now <clears throat> and you change now. And if not, well, I got to a point that I was bedridden and I thought I wouldn't make it till the end of the year. And that was, uh, that was pretty sad. This is actually when I met Dr. Morris and I started studying with him and uh, I got some amazing, amazing results. 
And with uh, Alexandra, she took it actually a step further, but I let her do her story. Um, but I would like to uh, first have Sarah, you know, um, introduce yourself. What is because you have been on a healing journey too, and you 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 say very little about it. <laughs> and I know that you know you are doing amazingly. So, say tell us a little about that. Well, thank you. Um, so I've come from like a background of. Uh, definitely stagnated lymph and you know kidneys not filtering that kind of stuff even having asthma really bad um, I had asthma so bad that I still to this day will carry my inhaler even though I don't use it but it just psychologically it does something to make me feel at ease I guess knowing that it's always there because if you've never had an asthma attack you really have no idea what that really feels like all of a sudden to not be able to breathe um, but yeah, so I mean, like, I don't, I don't have that anymore. Um, my allergies will still get, you know, bad here and there. Um, but it seems like it's for the most part gone away completely. Um, I'm definitely outside all the time. I'm around a lot of different animals. So dirt, dander, things like that. And, um, sometimes I'll feel like something might be triggering, but so far so good. Uh, it's been, geez, it's been well over 10 years and, um, I mean, it's just amazing when you were even talking about not putting the things in your body and allowing your body to heal the way it's supposed to, it kind of reminded me of what Charlie always says about cast your net to the right, take the load off Fanny, trust in God, give it to them. It's like the same thing we have to do with our bodies. We just have to trust our body and give it in, you know, the, the fruit that it needs, like the nourishment. Um, but at the same time, your body doesn't necessarily you know what I mean I've said it a million times but uh, the fruit just allows your body to get the nourishment why it does heal but technically your body is what's doing it. it's not really the fruit um, but yeah so it's just um, it's an amazing journey and I think a lot of us took the same stepping stones to get here and it's um, I feel like we're kind of at the top of the pyramid at this point and I think it's wonderful thanks uh, Sarah now, Alexandra, we would love to hear what what all happened to you in the few years that I have known you, and I have actually been following you, because um, if I see your your happy face on the on the photos and in all the um, the groups that you are in, and even the the groups on Facebook that you set up, and all your delicious meals that you create, and uh, yeah, we talk about meals, but if <laughs> Anything that you can make a meal out of, you know, that is, no, I have to say it differently. Um, it's like with a melon, you can make a meal out of it. Can you make a meal out of cilantro? No, you can't. So you're not, you know, it's not part of a, that's not a meal. But what I consider a meal is all the delicious things that you put on all these beautiful pictures in your groups. So it's like very, very simple, very easy. But how did you get there? Because you know you you had an uh, you had a tough time. Yeah. So um, well, I I I've been in a state of disease since uh, I was you know preteen, um, and uh, when I when I found you. I, um, I was weaning myself off of prednisone that I was put on after I had my first, uh, first child. 
and I'd been on it for four years and I, I got myself off of it and I was, you know, tapering right off at the end when I, when I met you. And, um, I really just was following my gut and my intuition and knowing that there was, there had to be a better way because, um, ever since I started to become, uh, not well and have different conditions and get the different diagnosis as a child, it kind of, I kept getting, um, I kept getting worse and worse. And like the more medicines they put me on, I got worse and worse. And of course, I also had an unhealthy lifestyle. Um, and even when I didn't have what was considered an unhealthy lifestyle, knowing what I know now, um, even though I was an athlete, I was a competitive athlete, uh, my diet was not correct. And I was very dehydrated. <laughs> you know, and um, I didn't get good sleep. And then I was drinking coffee at a young age on top of that. So doing a lot of things that seem normal, but, um, you know, normal people have normal diseases, I feel like, you know, it's, it's um, people, just because something's common doesn't mean it's uh, normal, you know, and it's very common to have health issues you know, but when we go to the doctor, it's never our fault. And doctors, uh, doctors are taught to treat symptoms um, with medicine, you know, that's, that's, that's how they're taught to do what they do. So, um, so when I met you, I was, I had weaned myself off of prednisone, I was on DMARD injections, which is, uh, stands for disease modifying anti rheumatic drug. Um, and it's an injection that, um, for the one I was on, it, um, it stops your response to uh, fungus in the body. So, and, uh, um, and it, it just stops the symptoms. So I, my diagnosis uh, among many others was uh, psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. Um, and so this particular drug made me not have psoriasis, you know, um, it's not that I was well, it's that the symptom of psoriasis that my body was creating to help itself was being suppressed by the medicine. Um, so, uh, so yeah, when I found you, um, I had just found out uh, my husband's family, they, they had sold their company to a larger corporation. And when they did that, the insurance was self-pay. And this drug cost $8,000 a month uh, for my injections. And it was, it was for two injections a month. <laughs> and, um, but these drugs are very expensive, you know, and they have copay programs. So like for me, it was, it was always almost free actually, because the, it's such, they're, these are such new drugs that they, they have, the drug company is paying for the drug. Uh, to the insurance. So we would actually pay my deductible every year to be on this drug, um, the family deductible. But um, anyway, it was a self-pay insurance plan and they weren't going to pay for it. And at the time I was breastfeeding my um, second child and, um, and they had always told me that this was the one that was safe to breastfeed on, you know, that the others weren't safe to breastfeed on. And then um, when I told them that I had to change insurance and that, you know, I couldn't get it, I just couldn't get this drug. Um, and I spent, you know, I spent like 26 hours on the phone trying to get this drug, literally just, just in loops back and forth with the doctor to the insurance to the office of the doctor. To, it, it was, 
so ridiculous. And in the end, they could have put me through a program that made it completely free uh, through the doctor's office, you know, through Johns Hopkins University. But that wasn't an option until like the very end for me um, when I had already decided I was going to change my way of life and my diet. Um, but basically I got kicked off of my DMARD and they told me that I could take a different one now because it would probably be okay to breastfeed on, which to me, that was not sure. And I hated the fact of injecting myself with poison and breastfeeding my kids anyway. Uh, I hated that when I was pregnant with my kids, I was injecting myself into my pregnant belly with a poison. Uh, it burns like poison. It makes you feel like poison. You know, so it really just, when I became a mother intuitively, I changed and, um, and yeah, it just, it really just sparked something inside of me. So when I found you, I kind of made my mind up, um, I'm, I'm going to change my life. I can't raise my kids to eat chicken nuggets and French fries and inject themselves with poison every month. And on top of that, because I had just come off of the prednisone, the doctors were ready to put me back on chemo, which I had been on chemo already 15 years of my life. Since I was 15 years old, I had been on chemo. Um, and they, you know, I was on, first I was on pills, the maximum dosage of, you know, chemo pills for every week. And then after the pills, I graduated to the injections because the pills made me so nauseous and so sick. Uh, and I was on the maximum dose. So then they switched me to the injections, uh, which made you less nauseous, but equally feel, you know, awful. And, um, and so, yeah, so they were ready to put me back on chemo too. And I just, I didn't want to go back that way. So I thought if there is a way I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it really well because I have to do it well, because literally I was in a state of, I'm either going to, like I was becoming, when I came off my medicines, um, I was becoming crippled quickly. Uh, so I couldn't walk well. I couldn't use my hands well. Um, I was, you know, chronically fatigued. When I came off of the prednisone also, my adrenals were completely uh, stressed. Uh, and I had been to, I had been to a, a nutritive, a uh, practitioner, a nutrition response counselor, she was called that pre, you know, previous to finding you. And I had been a vegan for a year prior, which did help me with my psoriasis, but it didn't, it didn't help me enough, you know, at all. And, um, and I was still on the injections. I was able to space out my injections a good amount, you know, uh, instead of doing every two weeks, I was doing like eight or nine weeks, which was really good, you know, but I was still on prednisone. And I still wasn't well, you know, to where like when I came off of the prednisone and the injections, I got very bad, very fast. So clearly my body hadn't been able to, you know, feel its best and heal on that diet of being vegan, you know, cook food, vegan. I was eating fruits. Uh, I was eating salads, but still. Um, so then I, uh, I went to this nutritive response counselor because I read online that she could help me. And this is like the 10th type of uh, different modality I've been to in my life. I've been to spiritual healers. I've been to acupuncturists, Chinese herbologists. I've been to uh, chiropractors. I have done all the different things that you could think of. I did it. And I did it with my whole heart. And I did it completely 
trying to get better. Um, and it was like when I was probably 18 years old that I started to get really worse and like much worse. And I thought to myself, I wasn't born sick like this. Like definitely this has become like this. I didn't, I didn't start out this way, you know? So to me, it was like, I can get out of it because I didn't start out this way, you know? And there just, there had to be something. So I'd always ask my doctor at Hopkins, what do you know about this disease? What do you know? And he would say, all we know is that uh, it's taking something from your bones, you know, well, it's calcium and it's buffer salts that it's taking from your bones because you're highly acidic and all you're doing is putting acidic foods in or acidic combinations of foods. So your body, in order to save itself, pulls its alkaline reserves, which is calcium and buffer salts from the bones. But like, they couldn't explain that to me. This is stuff that I've now come to like have aha moments and make connections of. So anyway, I went to this nutritive response counselor uh, she told me that I had like candida, mold, and fungus. I had no adrenal at whatsoever, and that I um, that I needed to go on a meat and vegetable diet. No fruits, no sugar. I had candida, and uh, that's what I needed to do. So I started to eat meat again a little bit. I'd eat like some salmon salads and. Uh, it really went against my intuition and it, it made me constipate it, which, you know, it just, it felt like the wrong thing to do. And at the same time, she was feeding me herb pills. I was eating the herb pills and the whole food supplements. And it was making me, it was making me feel awful. And I, then I would go back and she'd say, oh, it looks like you need some magnesium now. You need some magnesium, which like all these things would make sense now. Why you need the magnesium, you know, because I'm eating more fat and I'm eating more dehydrating foods and my body needs to like move my blood. So now I need magnesium, you know, <laughs> and I'm getting, you know, none in my diet. Um, so, so then I did it for a little bit, but I told her like, this just goes against what feels right to me. Like I love eating fruit. I want to eat sweet things, you know, like I don't want to eat meat. I don't like it. Like I, it, it wasn't that I didn't enjoy the taste of it. I didn't enjoy like the way it made me feel, you know? And I was quite happy eating vegan foods anyway. Like I didn't miss the meat that much. You know what I mean? So anyway, I stuck with her for a little bit, but she had me on, you know, I was on 4,000 milligrams of adrenal desiccated a day on top of the prednisone I was taking. I was a mother of two children that I take care of by myself day and night. I was completely running myself ragged. And it was, it was driving me further into bad health to do what I was doing on her protocol. So I, I ended up, we, we found we had, um, we had some, a mold spot in our basement, which it wasn't a large mold spot. This isn't what made me sick at all. But um, being that, you know, I want to take great care of my house, great care of my kids. My, my kids and I, we moved down to a beach house for 10 weeks. We had our house mitigated, um, you know, because it, it was, took a few weeks to get like booked and everything. We had the house mitigated feel you know completely fixed and everything like that and then we moved back in then while we were away this is where I found Tony and I started like deciding this is what I'm gonna do and um you know my husband thought I'd lost my mind and you know his immediate reaction was like no just go you know stop breastfeeding go back on chemo you know take the medicine you need the medicine like you know um so and and so I just I followed what I wanted to do, you know, and, uh, I'm glad I did. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so after I found Tony, um, then I started to, uh, you know, eat this way. And, and then I found a terrain model refuge germ theory and Lauren Whiteman. And I started talking to her and I um, ended up joining her team as moderator. And I just started studying and I studied, started studying natural hygiene and I haven't stopped studying natural hygiene. And now <laughs> I'm in school to become a hygienic doctor <laughs> and I, I love it. And all my nighttime that I'm not like exercising or doing consultations with people or working in the groups, I'm reading a natural hygiene book <laughs> or I'm listening to one in my kitchen while I do dishes during the day. And I, I absolutely love it because for the first time, everything makes sense. There's an explanation and there's an understanding to everything. And it's very simple, but it's, it's a lot to learn. But, you know, simplicity is the key and it works for everybody. And <laughs> that's what's so awesome. And, you know, so I've come to learn about like what candida, candida is and the role it plays in the body and why, you know, those diets uh, wouldn't have created health for me and why they did feel so bad when I did do them, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a great journey and I, I feel blessed because I think, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I'm like, why couldn't I just be normal? You know, like, but, but I feel thankful for the, for the opportunity to learn this because as a mother, I want to be the best mother I can be. And this is, this is big for me because as a kid, you know, my parents didn't know what to do for me, you know? And so that's why they took me to doctors and they trusted the doctors to help me, you know? And so I feel, I feel lucky to have this opportunity, I suppose, you know, and, and I, I really appreciate Tony, you helping me and sharing your time with me in the beginning. And that's what I hope to do for others. Um, you know, my primary role is being a mother and that's what's most, very most important to me in my life. But, um, but I, feel, I feel the desire to give and to help others because I suffered so much for so long and I don't want people to suffer that way. And I had no idea what to do and how to do it. You know, I, I was trying everything I thought I could you know, and I had no idea that, like, it would, could be so simple, and secondly, that, you know, changing your diet not only transforms your body, but it transforms your mind, and it transforms your life, you know, so it's been, it's been awesome, you know, <laughs> yeah, so what else do you want in there? <laughs> what else can I share with you? <laughs> well, mm -hmm. did you, you, I mean, you got to a point when, when, when we met, you were, you were still eating, um, you were eating fruit already, but also fries in, in, you know, sometimes curved yeah. in, and hummus in, yeah. in how hard did you find it to get over that hump, that, that leaving, you know, get to that food? Um, so I'm kind of somebody where, I just, once I decide something, I just decide it and I'm done with it. Um, and I, and I'm pretty disciplined. So when I, I started with you, I think in October or November of 2020. Right. And then, um, and then I stopped eating, I stopped eating the complex carbs first, uh, like the, you know, the sweet potatoes and the potatoes. Um, but then, 
I guess I was still dabbling because occasionally we would have sweet potatoes and occasionally I would have like siete chips and I would make like a fattening vegan dip with like vegan sour cream and vegan mayonnaise. Um, Fats are like, you know, really my comfort thing, which is what got me into this in the first place. (laughs) Um, But my last steamed vegetable meal was June of last year. And that was the last time like I had salt as well. So I, I just basically, I started to like make them less and less and then I wouldn't buy chips. And then occasionally like when I'd really, really want it and I'd give into that craving, then I'd buy one bag or two bags. I'd make the chips and dip and then I would stop again. And then eventually I just decided I'm done. I'm going to stop. Um, I'm ready. So that's, I just stopped and I was ready. And then I was all, um, I was all fruits and then just tender greens. And I went a really long while without eating overt fats as well. And that was definitely when I went fruit, tender greens and no overt fats was when I healed the fastest and also drinking um, a lot of fluids, you know, whether that be smoothies or, um, you you know, juices too, but with juices, like treating it as a meal, you know, not drinking like all throughout the day, uh, even in between your fruit meals type of thing. Um, You know, when I was drinking a lot of water, um, that's when I was really like coming along and seeing the inflammation really go away because the more, the more I drank water and diluted the acids and carried the acids out of the body and was hydrating, you know, the, the better everything was getting. And, um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I just kind of decided and then kept going, you know? Yeah. I hear about a lot of people, people who that's just my personality. um, Yeah. When you're on all fruit, you don't need a water. And I'm like, well, maybe when you have all the toxins out, but yeah. mm-hmm. um, when I made a mistake being on, on, on a lot of juices and all fruit, I wasn't thirsty, so I didn't drink. And mm-hmm. then I realized, I looked at my fingertips and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> they look like they've been underwater for hours. And it's like, I'm dehydrated and mm-hmm. um, less bowel movements and getting a headache and getting cramps in my legs. And it was like, yeah, you're definitely dehydrated. You need the water. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I feel my absolute best, even though it's a lot of water, it's just because of the acidic state that my body is in. I feel my absolute best if I drink like a gallon of water a day, to be honest. Oh wow! Um, And that's, yeah. And that's like, if I, if I have like two liters in the morning and then after, you know, after breakfast or after lunch, I'll have another liter, you know, in between like properly spaced to what I'm eating. And then, uh, and then after dinner, you know, if I have like uh, just a greens meal with no fats or uh, no proteins like raw nuts or seeds, then after dinner, um, like, you know, an hour or a few hours later, I'll drink another liter, um, you know, like a little bit before I exercise and then some after I exercise and that's my liter, you know, um, but that's when I feel like my best, but I don't do that every single day. A lot of times it's half a gallon to a gallon a day you know, but I also drink, I normally drink like 64 ounces of smoothie a day. Um, so that has water in it too. And then I'm eating like juicy fruit. So yeah, I mean, the more you pee, the better you do. You know what I mean? That's how I feel like the more you're peeing constantly and the more hydrated you're, you know, because water, water just carries out the, uh, 
the pollution and the waste, you know, and fruit is what like hydrates us interstitially, you know, but the water, like you said, like you'll get constipated, you know, um, our body is so dehydrated from years of not from eating cooked foods that like when we eat this fruit, it's just sucking it up, you know, like immediately, but, um, you know, so that's, that's why you can still get like kind of constipated if you're not drinking enough, you know, because your body's like just grabbing a hold of it. And it, it's not enough, you know, unless we're eating a lot of juicy fruits a day, you know? Yeah. So. What would you say that for your emotionally, how did, how did it make you feel once you were on all fruit? Was there a big difference? Um, to, to like what I was eating before? Yeah, with with you know, with being um um oh, you mean like sad. transitioning? Yeah, sad, angry angry that when did that started to change? Um I would say well I'd say it took it took a little bit because first you had to go through like the processing of your emotions where like you dealt with your stuff and you like came to fruition with how you felt. So that is like the first period where, uh, for me, where I was like recognizing my feelings, not suppressing them with food. And then you just realize that like the feelings come and go and, you know, it's, you know, they're just feelings, you know, and, um, so, and a lot of times it's just like momentary and then you decide how you, how you handle that, you know, and so um and then after that you feel a lot better so you know it was very it's very quick you know the body does its thing very quickly and uh, I think even if like I eat too much like nuts and seeds right now it only takes a few days to like feel 100% awesome again you know I mean it's pretty it rebounds pretty quickly so it wasn't that long at all it was very it was very quick but you know I think that for me and for a lot of people, you know, the salt was like the last thing I wanted to give up. And it's definitely, it's definitely a drug. And definitely like when I stopped having it, my last thing that I gave up that had salt on it was um those raw nori sheets, you know, the little packets, I would buy those raw nori packets and um they had like salt, sea salt on them or something. And uh, when, you know, three o'clock would hit like that time that your adrenals are supposed to kick in, I'm tired and I've been with the kids all day, you know, I would, I, my mind would be like, oh, you have nori snacks in the pantry, you know? And so I would want those, but once, once you just stop, then it's just, you know, to me, it's like, I make stuff. First of all, I stop buying it so that it's not around. And second of all, then I just make it, it's not an option. That's not what I'm doing anymore. So just move on. And so then I, so then I became really into tomatoes and I still really like tomatoes. <laughs> so when I, when I want salt, you know, I'll eat tomatoes. Um, and that's really satisfying to me. So I really like cherry tomatoes and, you know, um, uh, today I probably had just one pound of cherry tomatoes, but the summer, you know, the summertime's coming, like around June, the end of June is when the farmers around here will be, um, you know, getting like all the cherry tomatoes and I have a garden too. So there, you know, in the summer, I'll eat three pounds of tomatoes a day easily, you know, and it's, that's satisfying to me. So that's my lunch, you know, um, and it gives me what I want as far as like the savory taste, you know, 
And um, I also, I eat salads most every evening. And if I don't eat, if, I, if I'm going to have three fruit meals a day, I'll blend uh, like tender greens. Like um, I, I like iceberg, like put a half a head of iceberg in each pitcher of smoothie or uh, even a little bit of romaine or something, you know, just the tender greens um, into some smoothie. And that's satisfying to me as well. You know, it's a little bit salty. So you do get a little fat in your diet by eating uh, the nuts and the seeds. Yeah, so I, I do eat uh, nuts and seeds now, and I probably eat them more than I should now um, because it makes me it makes me feel more tired, um, and I, I don't like that, but I have been enjoying these salads. So yes, I do eat, I do eat like raw nuts and seeds. Um, I blend them into a dressing for, for salads, um, and I'll have them only at nighttime. But, you know, the drawback of eating the nuts and seeds is it, it, it does create acidity in the body. So it's adding to, you know, the problem. And, um, and secondly, you know, fat prohibits the excretion of acids. So there's another negative. And um, then third, what I don't like about eating it is that I can't drink water. I can, but I choose not to drink water for at least five hours after eating raw nuts and seeds because uh, our strongest gastric juices pour at the fourth hour for digestion of protein. So if we drink before that, we're washing the proteins through the stomach, which is where, you know, proteins digest in the stomach, fruit digests in the small intestine. So when we drink a drink, we're washing that stuff through and it hasn't been digested yet. So then we're getting like, you know, putrefaction from undigested proteins. So, and I, I like to drink water, you know, all the time. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't like that, but it's just kind of become a habit that I need to uh, nip in the butt. <laughs> it started during the cold weather and it hasn't stopped. <laughs> so, but I've definitely, I've definitely set myself back a little bit and, um, you know, I'll, I'll get there. I've, I've already been like spacing it out more and more. And what I've done is I, I was getting in the habit of like having these fatty salads all the time and um but now I'm starting to just eat you know fruits on salads and do like you know fruit on a um on a lettuce leaf you know with like some date sauce drizzled on it which is just dates and water blended um so just different ways of still having the greens and um or just sitting with like a head of a head of greens and some tomatoes and bell peppers you know is very satisfying to me as well but um yeah, I, I have been having some and but for for probably eight months I didn't have them often at all. Uh maybe three or four times within eight months I had an avocado and I would have like half an avocado. And that's when I think I was doing my very best. However, I will say that the greens have definitely been beneficial to me. Like my inflammation is still going down all the time. Um, so, you know, I'm just like, I'm on this journey of like exploration and always observing what's happening and like cause and effect with my choices. So, you know, it's good. I'm doing well. Yeah. When, when I hear about nuts and seeds, um, before I met, uh, Dr. Morris, I was big on nuts and seeds. I mean, you can make so many delicious, uh, raw recipes with that and I make my own crackers in the dehydrator and 
put nut butter on it. And I could not figure out why I was in so, so much pain. Mm -hmm. And um, that is where Dr. Moore said, first thing that you have to leave out is the nuts and the seeds, you know, fats and proteins. And every time I have a fall, my fall bags are like, um, oh, what is it? Uh, Avocados, you know, uh, the guacamole. And um, I mean, I I love avocados. But every time I eat it, I'm in severe pain a few hours later, and it takes me a few days to get rid of it again. So I have not touched nuts and seeds in, oh, three years now. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and um, I know when when I eat those kind of things, the psoriasis and the arthritis kicks right back in. So, you know, we we all have a long way to go in in, in the detoxing and and figuring out exactly what works for us. And and sometimes, you know, it's I can slap myself. It's like, why why did you even eat that? And it's like, yeah, it's totally a disciplined thing. Yeah, but I felt like I had to, you know, but once you start, even even something like uh, Dr. Moore's once said, if you want to eat a grain, then eat millet, but no more than once a week. Well, of course, I found this uh, millet, um, uh, what is it, uh, pasta. And um, yeah, I can make that uh, very, very delicious, but it is cooked. But then I, I feel bloated, I feel tired and dehydrated. And it's like, but I always want to eat more. And, when, and I always in pain afterwards. And I'm always more hungry. Like right now I'm on, on hundred percent fruit and not really nothing else. Um, I'm not hungry. I have no cravings. Um, I always have salt cravings when I'm on hundred percent fruit, zero. I have, I don't want anything salty because I was eating like dolls, you know, put it in hot water and, and you have your, your salty, uh, salty tea. <laughs> But eating just fruit, and for me, it's apples and, and sometimes a banana and um, watermelon. I love uh, watermelon, especially if I juice it. And, uh, and it's berries, you know, whatever berries are available, then uh, go for the berries. But I do, and I feel the inflammation going down. The other thing that I, that I experience on, on more fat and um, uh, proteins is that I feel more down. It's like I, I have less energy. I can't get things done. And, and on 100% fruit, you know, you, you, it's like, yeah, I feel lighter. Mentally, mentally, physically lighter. And yeah, of course, I always lose weight and, and I have weight to lose. So no worries for, be, for me being underweight. I don't think I will ever get to that point after the struggle with weight uh, my whole life, off and on and off and on and on and on and on. And, um, but on fruit, it just flies off. And uh, on an avocado or the nuts and the seeds, oh my gosh, I can, I can gain like, like 10 pounds a week. So that just tells you your body is not where you would like it to be. But to me, it doesn't really matter on, you know, how fast it goes, because this is your life, you know, this is your lifestyle and and you can never go back. You cannot go back to the foods that you were eating and that messed everything up so badly. So it's, um, 
yeah, I'll, I'll love to hear how, how you do it. And um, I, I was surprised actually that you were eating, uh, eating the, uh, the seeds and the nuts that which is more fats in it. Because I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. And the funny thing is, before I knew all this, I bought my, my nuts and seeds at um, nuts.com. They have these organic, delicious nuts. And I didn't buy them by the pound. I bought them like by three to five pound bags. And only recently I started to throw them out because they're no good anymore. <laughs> but I was staring at, at them for at least three years. <laughs> not eating them the one the one thing i was going to say about the fats from the nuts and seeds and stuff is that fat can act similar to like an ibuprofen to where it actually makes you feel like you just took some ibuprofen or whatnot it can take pain away temporarily for us that's why a lot of us do find comfort in fatty foods yeah so i'm, I'm not I'm not in pain anymore, um, but I just, I started eating them at the holiday because I wanted to like make something more indulgent, you know, to take to a party. Mm -hmm. And then like, we just enjoyed it so much, like to have like salad with this creamy dressing on it that I just kept doing it because we were still doing great, you know? And, um, and so, and even like in the morning when I have like all my fruits and everything, I still don't feel pain, but I just, for me, it feels like more of a break because I get to sit and have this like big salad, you know? And so because I'm such a busy mom and I'm, I'm such like, you know, I just go and go and go for so many hours a day. It just feels like a break and I just enjoy it. But definitely like the nuts and seeds give us um, that pleasure reward center. And it does, it takes away pain because fat fats and nuts and seeds they're extremely hard for the body to digest and um it takes us 12 hours to digest them and uh when we eat fats or raw nuts and seeds uh it, it, if we were emotionally not feeling good um it will take away that feeling because the body can't be upset and deal with a large you know deal with a large digestive burden like that or digestive job like that at the same time so you know that's why it kind of numbs the feelings or the pain you know and and yeah like it it does get rid of pain um because it makes your brain happy you know to eat mm -hmm. the, the fats mm -hmm. so but yeah it's just it's just become a habit for me and you know uh I have like lessened it and spaced it out but I'll, you know, I'll get back to like where I'm not having them every so often. Um, but I, I have been doing really good. And, and another thing that's helped me do much better is exercising. And, you know, it started out for me where I could just lift my legs up in bed and do exercises that way. And where I started stretching, like all the time, I was just stretching. And you know, at first I was crying when I was doing it because I was in so much pain when I first came off the medicine and, you know, I was, I was transitioning, uh, to this, this diet. And, but now, you know, I run on the treadmill almost every day and I lift weights, which I absolutely love. And, um, you know, I'll do like 30 minutes or an hour of like intense weightlifting. Um, and, uh, 
and all of that and just being more mobile and pushing myself physically like with my flexibility and uh, my range of motion you know in my body um, and you know getting my cardio going getting my heart pumping um, that has really definitely made a big difference for me like that I that is noticeable and it was definitely that that made the difference, you know? So, I mean, I think we're just like, we're learning stuff all the time, you know? Absolutely. And you have had an amazing journey and my heart just goes out to you for everything that you've been through, even at a young age and how far you come. I think it's just amazing. And um, one of my favorite things to eat too would be a salad with sunflower seeds all over it. I, that was always my favorite. So as we're even sitting here talking about it, I'm almost salivating wanting that salad with sunflower seeds. <laughs> the thing is, is like, the thing is though, is like, like, it's such, it's so funny that we do this because it's all like gratification of the moment. But mm -hmm. for me, it's like, we create these habits and like people are very habitual people. So it's just like, I'm in this habit now so like I've been recognizing it and I did a video about like how the nuts and seeds eating them so often was making me feel awful and so now I've like come to the realization and I'm like spacing it out and like getting back to like my better reality because I'm aware of what I'm doing you know but it's just like we just don't don't go back to the habit because you're better you know one good choice leads to another one bad choice leads to another you know, it's, it's easier to make good choices than it is to make bad choices. I made one bad choice at the holiday and I'm still here and it's almost summer. You know what I mean? So like, and, and so it's easier, you know, and I, and I, I think I've done extremely well with everything else. I mean, my diet is perfect. Even when I'm eating these nuts, I'm properly combining them. And like my meals are spaced to digestion times every day. Like I have a good routine, you know, but but it's just that, you know, it's easier to make good choices than it is to make bad choices. And like momentary feelings are very fleeting. So just like stay on track, you know, just stay focused, stay on track, don't do it. And if you do do it, don't buy a lot, like buy one serving of them or something, you know, because <laughs> don't it's go to like Costco. When we have, yeah, like when we have more around, we like do it more. And I am good. Like I'll measure them out. And that's another thing I wanted to mention is I think it has to do a lot with amounts like, and, and it takes more discipline. Right. So like, if you're not ready for that, like when I started doing this, I went in and then I just started to like, be like having fun with it. You know, like I was, I was having snacks of them while I was making the dressing, you know what I mean? And so then I had to learn a different thing. So I had to be like, okay, well, when you're making dressing, you can eat tomatoes if you're really hungry at dinner time. Or if you just want to, you know, you want to eat because a lot of times we're eating for the sake of eating and like also being busy. Like I know for me, I will get really tired, especially now that I eat the nuts and seeds, I'll get really tired, like towards the end of my day with my kids because we're up early in the morning, do a lot of activities. We go outside, you know, yesterday it was beautiful here. We were outside four hours. We walked three miles, you know what I mean? And then like we played too. So like by the end of the day, it's, I get tired with the nuts and seeds. Now, when I eat just fruits and greens, I did not get tired ever. I stayed up until 12 at night or one in the morning, or I could go to bed at 10 if I wanted to, and I'd fall asleep easily. Um, so yeah, 
but definitely just keep making good choices. Don't do what I'm saying because it's been my like poor choice to uh, step backwards. But, you know, it's been a great experience um, because I've got to like observe myself and you were saying about like the allergies and the asthma and when I was eating, I, I had really chronic allergies, of course, when, you know, a few years ago and they were year round and I took like eye drops and nose spray and uh, my eyes were itchy. I had hives, you know, all, I had all the things, you know, and of like acidity that's, you know, chronic and I had asthma, I had an inhaler, you know, and last year when I did all all fruits, barely any overt fats. I did not have any allergies whatsoever. I never sneezed, uh, you know, where like pollen was covering my car and we live in the countryside. So we're all surrounded by plants and it's beautiful, but it's super pollen-y, you know, there's, there's plants everywhere. And um, I didn't sneeze once. And when I've been eating raw nuts and sne- seeds, I've sneezed a few times. And um, even when I haven't been drinking a lot of water, I felt like a little breathy sometimes. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you better know, you know, you know, you know, you're messed up. Okay. Yeah. It's going to come to an end soon because like, it's just silly, you know, that we do these things, but you know, at least I've had the experience so I can share it with somebody else, I guess. Yeah, we have, we have many experiences like that. (laughs) That's how we all learn. Yes. You know, somebody can tell you what's going to happen, but unless you find out yourself, you know, it doesn't, it, that's, that's the only impact that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And people come from all walks of life. Like you're coming from being chronically sick your whole entire life, basically up until how long has it been? Would you say maybe a year or two? Yeah. It's only, it's only been, um, you know, in, in the beginning of 2021, I was in bad shape and I was hoping to get better. But like when I would walk, I would cry <laughs> when I, I couldn't, I couldn't go up onto my toes. I couldn't do a jumping jack. I limped around and I, I, I was hurting. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. So, but now, like, like I said, like I run you know, um, I can exercise, I can do push-ups, I can jump really high. It's pretty awesome. And I'm really, I'm thankful, you know, I mean, it's, it, it just makes a lot of sense, you know, that like, even though I didn't choose to eat the way I did as a kid, you know, my lifestyle as an adult was my own choice, you know, and it wasn't a good lifestyle, you know, when I was like an older teenager, I moved out when I was really young, I moved out when I was uh, 15. But, you know, I was just, I was just looking for like a safe space and for comfort. And um, that comfort of like food and a sedentary lifestyle uh, is not rewarding, you know, for your health. So you know, um, you now I'm a, undoing, now I'm undoing what I did. <laughs> you made a comment before about that you couldn't be normal or that you weren't like a normal kid. But what I was thinking when you said that was that you couldn't be normal because you have a much higher calling. So you had to go on this journey to be where you are now to go through those experiences. So that way you can bring a whole nother outlook on the world for a lot of people 
Well, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I hope to give back, you know, and, and that's why I created Hygienic Human Diet Group because I felt like I always was seeing people in all the groups that like, uh, you know, wanted to get well and had questions about diet. So when I thought I was doing the diet really well and all I was reading about was the diet, how to do it right, you know, um, I just thought, well, I'll create a group so I can share what I've done because I got results really quickly. Like I went from not being able to go up on my toes or walk that well at all to being um, to being able to jog in like a few months. So, so like it was very fast. So then I was like, well, I'm going to start to share what I do, um, you know, what I'm eating every day and what I'm doing in my life to help other people. So hopefully like if they're going through something that I've gone through or something else that's related, you know, uh, they could see, you know, they could have an example like to you know, to see what I was doing and hopefully it might work for them too, you know? Um, so my dad always used to tell me I'm too deep, but that's just who I am. I, I care a lot about everybody. And, you know, that was, that's been something I've had to explore too, is, you know, to learn to care about myself um, because my whole life I've cared about everybody else more than me. So <laughs> I think a lot of us are in that situation and it's just stepping back and taking care of ourselves, but that's so wonderful that you did find that journey. Uh, what was the Facebook group that you created? Um, it's called Hygienic Human Diet Group. And there is another uh, group that I uh, see you very often. Yeah, um, so I... I admin terrain model refutes germ theory uh, with Lauren Whiteman and Nat Ferris. And I also admin the fruitarian group with uh, Joe Tomaselli. And I moderate uh, low fat, uh, low fat raw vegan fruitarian with Diane Lagon. That one, I, that one I'm not in. I knew about the, uh, the other uh, ones. And then uh, also Lauren Whiteman and I just created a business called The Raw Key. And we're working on our website, it's therawkey.com. And uh, we've actually just launched um, our first challenge uh, starting in June to help people like eat this way and to give them like meal plans and recipes um, and, you know, just the support and a challenge to do it for a month, you know? Um, So we just launched that. you know, and, and I'm excited and looking forward to that because I know for me, like I've done, uh, I've done Orville's challenge before. I don't know if you know Orville, um, Orville Douglas, but I I've done his challenge and that was awesome, you know, to like do his challenge. And, and so, you know, um, I decided that, you know, I wanted to do a challenge and I wanted Lauren to do it with me. And, you know, she was, when, when I told her about it, she was very excited. And of course, you know, we were excited to do it together, um, to help more people, you know, so hopefully, um, you know, a lot of people feel a lot better doing this and, and can, you know, do it for the challenge and stick with it. You know, it's, it's, it's the things that we do constantly that make a difference, not the things that we do, um, 
you know, uh, sometimes, you know, so it's really like, for me, it's like creating a habit and teaching people how to live a healthier lifestyle all the time and just be about it. And because then it becomes a habit, you know, like at first you do something new and it's hard or it's challenging, but then you keep doing it and then it's a habit and then, and then you do it and it's second nature to you, you know, um, like I know I would never go back to eating normal, you know, um, my husband, like I, I still cook, um, like, uh, you know, sad meals for him, like standard meals for him. And it's non-appealing to me. There, there isn't really, the other foods are not appealing to me, you know? Um, so, and, and it's just because the food that I'm eating is, you know, that we're eating you guys too, it's, it's superior, you know, it's, it's better. <laughs> So it's, it doesn't seem superior until you eat it and enjoy it and appreciate it for what it is, but the way it makes you feel and even the way it, you know, the way it tastes, it's, it's better, you know? <laughs> so. I think it's like a equivalent, like how people will talk about that runner's high. It's like that fruit high. And yeah. once you get it, it's like, you can't go back. And I can barely even be in the house when anyone's cooking in our home. Um, and fortunately we rarely cook in our home. So it's so funny when you yeah. come in our home, people say it smells new. And I'm like, yeah, we don't cook in here. <laughs> <laughs> it still smells like new wood. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I, the other part was you said you were a natural hygiene doctor. Is that correct? No, no, not yet. Not yet. Or, yes, studying, well, you're studying. But, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, so I, I, um, I found, I started looking up like if there was natural hygiene programs that I could become a part of to like learn or become certified with. And I found um, the University of Natural Health and the, their website is uh, www.universityofnaturalhealth. Or yeah, universityofnaturalhealth.org. And, um, and so I like was looking on their options and I called and I spoke to, I actually had the pleasure of speaking to Dr. Paul Fanny um, and, you know, that was really cool for me because he was friends with Dr. Herbert Shelton and T.C. Fry and David Klein, all the people of the books I read all the time. He was actually friends with them and he kind of materialized their dream of like creating a school and a curriculum. So that's what he did. And so I signed up for their biggest program <laughs> and, um, you know, it normally takes people, he said like four to six years, but. I'm hoping I get it done in a shorter time than that. And I did, um, you know, I signed up with his sister school too. They do a fruititarian certification um, that's like specializes in, you know, the frugivore diet, what we eat. Um, so I did, I did sign up for like shorter certifications uh, with that too. You know, that if people want to get interested, they can contact the school and like, let them know that I sent you and they might give you a discount. Um, you can talk to Paul Fanny. Um, or just, you know, speak to the director of admissions. Um, if he's not there, he is the director of admissions, but if he's not there, he might have somebody else working with him now. Um, but he was a really great guy and it was nice to talk to him. And I got to hear about, you know, him healing himself and his fasting experience and, um, and just, you know, how passionate he was. And he gave me a special name because he says he's never, he's never had a student like me in all his years. And, I've really kind of driven crazy a little bit <laughs> because I wanted to make sure I was choosing the right program and there was a lot of options, you know, and 
So I, I ended up going with like what my heart really wanted. Cause he's like, do you want to be certified quickly? Or do you want like the, the most knowledge? And I was like, I want the most knowledge. So he's like, well, do you know, then stick with what you think you want then, because that's, what's going to give it to you. So I was like, okay. So I signed up for like, I think it's three PhDs and ND, a hydrophysician degree and they, uh, and, uh, you know, a uh, nutritionist, you know, a, a lot of different things, but basically I'm just reading all the books and studying all the material and that's what I want to do. So I, I love information and I, I love to learn. And especially about this, you know, I used to be a hairdresser and, um, I loved being a hairdresser and I was very good at it because I loved it so much. And I really just loved people. And I, I grew up as an artist. I was an artist, just, you know, I think Tony was an artist too. And, and, it, you know, so hair really did it for me because I could take care of people and do like art on them, you know, like, and, and, and I, I got to be really good at it. And I ended up, um, I was scouted to be like a teacher for L'Oreal Professional. And I traveled around the United States teaching uh, with L'Oreal Professional. And, uh, and I learned how to like create courses and, and, you know, how to speak to large groups of people and, and I just really loved meeting people and like being a part of their life and having them be a part of mine and sharing information and making people feel good and all that. But really like for me, this takes it to a whole new level because this is what it's about. You know, I had experiences when I was, um, I was doing hair and I would shave people's heads because they were getting chemo and radiation and I had clients die, you know, um, and I couldn't save them, you know, I couldn't tell them what to do to save them, you know, and so for me, I'm more passionate about this now, this is a different level, you know, and, um, and I still, you know, I, I feel like for me, hair, you know, my hair is like down to, you know, my legs almost now, and, uh, you know, just the same things aren't important to me anymore. And I've learned to appreciate myself kind of as I am uh, instead of, you know, uh, wanting to like change myself or look a certain way, just the more meaningful things are more important to me now. Um, and I think that was partially becoming a mom, but more so the diet really like anchored me in because um, when I became a mom, I like, didn't have time to go get my hair done all the time. And I, I stopped being a hairdresser, uh, soon after having my kids, I was, you know, working after having my kids. And then I stopped because I needed to be a mom, you know, like, and it, and so, um, so yeah, I just, I really love all this and, and I'm excited to, you know, just keep learning and, hopefully just, you know, helping people along the way and, and also to be able to, um, I guess, you know, have my kids see me as this example and, um, and, you know, be able to give them a good, healthy start in their life too, you know, so, um, and, and it's, you know, my husband at first, you know, he, like, he, was not supportive of this because this seemed very, um, you know, uh, extreme to him, you know, and, uh, and especially after everything, like we have been told my whole life that I'd need to be on chemo the rest of my life, you know, that I was just a victim, victim of un misfortune, you know, and that this is, you know, my body attacks itself and all this, you know, 
So, and he's been with me since I, we were 15 years old. So, um, and he's seen me almost die a few times, you know, so he's scared. He doesn't want anything to happen to me. But now that uh, I've been eating fruit and he's watched me like transform as a person. And, um, and now, you know, he eats healthy, <laughs> um, you know, with me um, part of the time, you know, way more than before. And it's, it's really undeniable, you know, this stuff. And so, yeah, I like it. It makes a lot of sense and it's positive and um, it makes you feel vibrant and, and I, I love it. Yeah. Be a higher calling <laughs> or a higher purpose. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. You I suppose, study. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I really just, I really just hope I can just, if, if nothing at all, just be there for my family and be like, what they need you know what I mean but if I get to help more people beyond then great like wonderful I'm thrilled and and I know I will and I hope I will but you know I just I just really want to be a great mother and you know and and I I want to be able to be there for my kids when they're older you know because like I I had some neighbors you know recently and um they, you know, she had, um, her daughter had MS, she had lupus, and um, they ate, you know, animal foods all the time, and if they weren't eating animal foods, it was fast food, or, or bread, or french fries, or whatever, it was, you know, it was never anything good, but I just watched them, like, really not be able to enjoy their life, and I really didn't want that for myself, like, I really wanted more than that, and it's not easy, you know, it's not easy to make a change. It's hard. And like I said, in that transition period, you, you're going to feel worse before you feel better because your body, once you stop putting in the bad stuff, your body's going to want to rest. And for me, that was not really, that was not that much of an option because I have two little kids, you know, and and then I have my chores to do too. And then, you know, I've taken on the responsibility of helping other people too. So I'm doing the best I can. But when you, when you first start, you might feel like this isn't the right thing to do. And you might want to go back to the food that made you feel more comfortable, you know, but it is the right thing to do. And you kind of have to like walk through the storm to get to the rainbow, you know, and once you get there, it's just, you you feel happier about life in a different way and you experience life in a completely different reality um that really is is hard to explain I mean you guys know what I'm talking about but for people that have never experienced it just like happier about the little things but you're very calm all the time you aren't like happy in like an excited way you're just very like stable you're very stable all the time and it's a good stable though you know it's it's the stable you always want in life, you know, so it's, it's nice. Yeah, it's like you have more, uh, more balance. And yes. I think you, your story is so important for people to hear because of what you were able to come back from, you know, with the chemo, with everything that you have been going through, all the medication and, and surgeries, and here you are, you know, in, in how well you are doing. And I always said, you know, I've, I've been sick for eight years and, and you wonder why 
why did this happen to me? But in the last few years, it became very clear because it, it got me on this journey. And now I am able to help people. And I never thought I would, you know, would ever be able to do this. And I remember our conversations about your, uh, you know, as a hairdresser in you wondering what to do. And now, you know, I mean, you know, you know, your journey. So it's like you had to go through that to to learn all this and to get on this path. And uh, I think it's absolutely amazing. Now, I hate to cut this short, but we are over an hour and I always like to keep it to an hour. And I know we can probably go on for many more hours. Mm -hmm. So at some point, Alexandra, I would love to invite you uh, you again and, um, and hear more about, um, well, your, your, the new uh, um, adventures that you are on and how, how they are going because I'm definitely also uh, interested in uh, the hygienic uh, way of life. And I've been reading a lot about it. And um, for me, being a fruitarian, it, it, it is very important. It is, uh, it is the key to a healthy life. And um, so I'm absolutely thrilled that you, uh, that you accepted my invitation. And, uh, and yeah, that I learned more from you now, how everything has been going. And so I want to thank you for being here. And uh, as always, uh, thank Sarah for being here. Yes, thank you and so much, Tony, for putting this together. And Alexandra, your story is amazing. And I look forward to speaking with you again, too. And definitely like what Tony said about the hygiene, uh, natural hygiene. That's def We get so many questions about that, don't we, Tony? Like, what kind of soap, what kind of shampoo, what kind of laundry detergent? And we're like, hot water. <laughs> I think everybody's yeah. getting tired of hearing us. <laughs> it's, it's always, life is, is much simpler than, than people yeah. are even aware of. We have been so overwhelmed with all the products that were Marketing. good for us and that we had to use only to come back and like, I don't need any of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I also want to say thank you so much in the chat too. We had some amazing people in there and a lot of people are giving praise to Alexandra and thanking you for your sharing your story. And they're very excited about that too. Oh, that's very nice. You know, it's, it's my pleasure. I hope it inspires you to um, do well for yourself and just keep going and don't be hard on yourself. Just keep going and, you know, um, keep keep making choices that you know are good. And even if it's hard, you know, when we grow, when we're, we grow in this way, you know, and so just keep going and everything gets easier, gets a lot easier, you know, that's my advice. And thank you very much for listening. And thank you ladies for having me very much. Tony, thank you for asking me to come on and, and again for your time, because um, you were, you were my first you know, help in, in all of this. And you gave me a lot of your time and that means a lot to me. So thank you. Well, thank you. It was definitely my pleasure. And um, I love to learn from people and uh, you are very uh, inspiring. So uh, yeah, I'm, I will share this with a lot more people. So um, thanks everyone for being here. We, yeah, we are gonna, we are gonna end this. <laughs> Big hugs to, uh, to everyone. And uh, we have on the, the Q&A, the health Q&A on Thursday. 
only two days from now at noon Eastern time. So I hope to see uh, everybody there and um, till the next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Q&A with Tony Wheel. Please see the show notes for ways to reach out to Tony and how you can submit your questions for the show.